walk you through today is really have a, a bit of a deep dive into that specific protocol, what it means for you as traders or your clients, and what it means for the trade that both the UK and the EU27 will enjoy under the backstop, but also what it means for Northern Ireland uh, as a sort of... Uh, um, separate little trading entity under that backstop solution, backstop protocol. So first of all, a quick introduction. I mean, and, and apologies if, if if you already, of course, know that, but it's always useful to just take a quick step back and and, and reflect on on where we are. So when when the UK uh, when, when the UK leaves the EU, it will, of course, as you will know, also leave the EU customs union. And during the transition period, the UK, however, will continue to apply the same rules as the EU ones, meaning that access to each other's markets, i.e. access from, for UK traders to the EU27 market and vice versa, will continue on current trading terms. The transition end date, as you know, is under the withdrawal agreement set to last until 31st December 2020. And we would hope that both parties, i.e. The, the UK and the EU27, will have reached an agreement on what the future trading relationship will look like before the end of the transition period, i.e. before the end of December 2020. But if that is not possible, if, if for some reason, political or legal, it is not the case, the UK and the UK was to leave the EU before a new agreement uh, could commence, the parties have agreed that a specific fallback, a backstop solution, will apply such time as that future EU-UK future agreement commence. It is worth noting, however, that there is an alternative to the application and implementation of that backstop solution. And the alternative, of course, would be for the UK to request, as, as Charles and Andrew mentioned earlier, uh, before the 1st of July 2020, an extension of the transition period. Right. But what is this backstop? What is that, this protocol? And, and what is in that backstop? Well, the backstop solution establishes a customs union and not the customs union, right? So it's a customs union that in the protocol is referred to as, uh, and I quote, the single customs territory. And that, under that customs territory, um, there is uh, an absolute requirement uh, that there will be no tariffs, quotas, or checks on rules of origins between the EU27 and the UK as a whole, which of course includes Northern Ireland. I just want to repeat that because it's, it's very important to keep that in mind. The backstop establishes a customs union that avoids the need for tariffs, quotas, or checks on rules of origins between the EU and the UK as a whole. That means that the Union Customs Code, which for the traders who are online um, know as the UCC, uh, which sets out the provisions that apply for releasing products into free circulation within the EU, will continue to apply to Northern Ireland. But there will be some different rules that will apply for Great Britain, and I will touch on that a bit later on. This means that Northern Irish businesses will not face any trade restrictions when placing products on the EU single market because, in effect, Northern Ireland remains within single market for goods. However, under the backstop solution, Northern Ireland and Great Britain would not enjoy, enjoy the same level of regulatory harmonization. 
when trading goods with the EU27, and that will have an impact on trade with the EU as a whole. Also uh, worth highlighting at this stage that the backstop solution does not cover trade in services that are excluded from that specific protocol or fishery and aquaculture products but it does apply to agriculture, which was a major aspect of the negotiation for that backstop to um, come into force and be included in, in the visual agreement. My introduction on the, on the backstop being over, I wanted to just go through, walk, through, walk with you through the three trading scenarios that will apply when the protocol comes into force. And the first one is what is the effect of that backstop on trade between the EU27, which of course includes the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. Considering uh, the overarching interest uh, of both parties um, to avoid border controls between Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland will remain under that specific backstop arrangement, part of the EU single market as regards goods. And as I said before, this, this means that the EU rules that apply to trading goods will continue to apply to Northern Ireland. That includes the UCC, but also EU anti-dumping, anti-subsidy and safeguard legislations, rules regulating the placing on the market of goods, for instance, CE marking standards for those goods, think medical devices, cosmetics, toys regulation, and so on. Uh, export control rules and sanctions regimes that are uh, derived from EU law will continue to apply to Northern Ireland under the backstop. So in a nutshell, as a result of this uh, level of al alignment with EU law, trade in goods between Northern Ireland and the EU27 will not be subject to customs, procedures or controls. But that is not necessarily the case when we now move on to the relationship with tr in trade with Great Britain under the backstop. Indeed, Great Britain will, not, will be part of the single customs territory, but will not be subject to rules of the EU single market as regards goods. In a sense, this means that there will be two regulatory frameworks for goods in the UK, one that will apply for Northern Ireland and another for Great Britain. And this is what it means for Great Britain and Northern Ireland trades. Uh, since Northern Ireland will remain part of the EU single market for goods, they will be a need for checks on goods entering Northern, Northern Ireland from the rest of the UK. This is of course very important from a political perspective, but also for traders this will have practical consequences. Indeed, compliance checks with EU standards to, and I quote the Commission, protect consumers, traders and businesses in the single market will have to be performed. And that is between trade, trade uh, within uh, the UK, i.e. Uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland. The, the, the practicalities of, the, of those checks are still to be uh, set out. Uh, but the parties have agreed that they will take place as follows. For industrial goods, checks will be based on risk assessment and will take place in the market or at traders' 
premises and by UK competent authorities, of course. For agricultural products, checks already exist, as I'm sure you know, and those checks between um, uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and those will continue to exist, but will have to be in, will increase in scale as a result of that implementation of the backstop. What does it mean now, finally, for EU27 and Great Britain trade? Well, as I said, again, worth um, uh, remembering that there will, no be, there will not be any tariffs or, uh, or quotas or uh, checks on rules of origin between EU27 and GB trade, but on account of the different regulations that will apply to goods in the EU and Great Britain, there will be some specific customs, procedures, and controls that will apply. Um, indeed, the backstop provides that the UK and the EU27 uh, shall adopt a specific set of rules, but there is the fallback option for those rules as part of the fallback uh, protocol that is the backstop for those rules um, uh, to apply. And in effect, I mean, we have little time to go into the details of, of those, but for the traders online who are uh, familiar with EU-Turkey uh, customs arrangements, they will be very similar to those. So the EU, these new trade rules between EU27 and Great Britain will uh, create a new A-UK movement certificate uh, that will, in a, in a sense, sorry, able um, serve as evidence to prove that goods qualify as custom territory goods. Uh, consequently, trade uh, between EU27 and Great Britain will be subject to import and export custom procedures um, that will have to, to take place um, uh, in the in, um, um, EU27 or Great Britain. So just to, to, to wrap up, three different examples in practice under the backstop. For example, uh, let's take an industrial or an agricultural good moving from Belfast to an EU27 port, let's take Rotterdam, for example. That specific good will not be subject to additional procedures or controls under the backstop arrangement. This is because Northern Ireland remains part of the EU single market for goods under the backstop protocol, and the same rules that we are, are in existence today continue to apply under that specific future arrangement. By contrast, however, goods moving from Dover to EU27 through Calais, for instance, would have to obtain a, this specific new AUK movement certificate, which will prove that duties do not have to be paid on that specific product. Similarly, good, similar, similarly sorry, goods moving from Liverpool to Belfast will be subject to some sorts of checks. Uh, as Northern Ireland will remain uh, in the single market of goods and the regulatory requirements will differ. This is all I appreciate a bit um, uh, complex uh, to, to summarize in five minutes, but I do hope that this is useful and I'm going to now leave and pass on the floor to my partner, Peter. <laughs>